This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. We were in the end game, but now we're out of the end game. And yes, for those asking in the chat already, we are going to talk about Avengers Endgame with all the spoilers, but specifically the way that film will impact Marvel on TV. And yes, Thanos is so powerful that no one could stop him from undoing The Gifted and all the Netflix shows. Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yes, indeed, if it's Sunday at 9 Pacific, it is indeed time for Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Blatt, joined as always by... Zee Anderson! Zee Anderson, Bastille Day. Hey, guys. And uh, <laughs> I'm excited because the gift is canceled. The, <laughs> the first thing we're going to dive into, and look, I know everybody wants to hear uh, about Avengers Endgame, and we were, we're going to talk about it, but we're going to mostly talk about how it impacts TV, like I said at the top of the show. Uh, you ought to check out the other show that Z and I do over on the Popcorn Talk Network, Marvel Movie News, where you can see us with our co-host, Zach Wilson. Just a little earlier tonight, we did part one of our spoiler-filled review. We'll give you a little more of that here. But there's some really important news that's TV-related that is so important to this show. And there's only one person that I could imagine having on the panel for this monumental occasion – and that is our friend Michael Shirley, Michael hey, X Shirley uh, on the socials. And Michael, first of all, thanks for being back on the show. It's been it's been at least a year, hasn't it? Oh, almost. It'll be a year and like a month. It'll all right. So yeah, uh, some just aren't the same. I, I know it's just it's not the same, but. The most significant thing, and we've sort of always been talking back and forth about, like, oh, we'll find a time to have you back on the show. What time made more sense than the demise of the show that brought us corn muffins and stupid soup and Andy's awful emo haircut? We're talking, of course, about The Gifted, and Fox has officially announced that it will not be picked up for season three. Uh, you haven't had any chance to talk about The Gifted in Season 2 because that's been since since you left Los Angeles. So give us a quick summary, your thoughts on Season 2, and your reaction to the cancellation of The Gifted. Well, I watched along with you guys, definitely, and I felt like I really did kind of like this season, but part of me was wondering if it was the nostalgia, like, from talking about like how horrible it was with you guys, <laughs> but it seems like it did get 
better, like yeah. this season. Definitely. I think, I think but there I were watched. there were things that were definitely better about it. I like I I've always liked Blink. And I was angry about Polaris in season one because I just didn't think they used her right. I think she was better this year. I uh, love the Frosts. Love the Stepford Cuckoo, Cuckoos. Yeah, They're always great. The episode with their backstory I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Strucker family, no. Never never really liked any of them. Well, I rewatched the season finale, well, series finale today, and I was – when I watched it the first time, I liked it better. But when I watched it this time, I was like, this should have been a web series. Why, why, why? <laughs> like, even when you read the stuff that the creator, Matt Nix, like said about the show, it's like, well, you know, it's, it doesn't seem like he's even that confident in the show. because like, he didn't think that it would get a third season and it didn't. But I also have been reading that they're possibly going to, pick it up somewhere else i don't believe that no i think everybody says that in this day and age no there there he had a legitimate point mac nix did uh back when the season finale was airing that i guess it does a lot better on hulu the next day than like so they try to factor that into the ratings and i guess when you do the ratings dvrs count but something like hulu doesn't so that was like the one case that he felt like was strong but I, I think that the whole mutant universe, the X-Men, all of that, it's very messy now with the merger. And I think Disney is just like, you know, if the show was a top 10, top 20, top 30, top 40, top 50 show, maybe we would do something about it. But uh, they're just like, it's not worth it. Um, but uh, Zia, you have been very upfront <laughs> about how you felt about the show, and that's why I was telling Michael before we started that uh, the two of you would very much get along on this panel uh, because you're not a fan of the gifted. No, I just and I think we were talking about this beforehand. I have I have a little bit of a hard time with network shows, especially shows like this when they get like well, not all no name actors, but a lot of no name actors. I just. For me especially, I've gotten, I think, and I'm a little bit spoiled, I've gotten so used to all of these amazing TV shows that they have at, like, Boardwalk Empire. Shows like that that you get on TV that are cinematic and the acting levels are just ridiculous. So when I see something that I love, and I have a hard time, especially with certain, like, things like this, things that I love, seeing them just get spoiled, it makes me, it makes it even harder for me to watch. I'm like, oh, you're just taking something that I love and making it bad. Right. You don't mean spoiled <laughs> like, in like the things given away. You no. mean just not doing it well. Yeah, just not doing a good a- job. And yeah, and look, when we started to get the, the Marvel Netflix shows, then the bar was raised so high that something something like this I would have would have probably been my favorite show ten years ago. You right. Know? Like uh, Michael, we know how you feel about the Generation uh, X pilot that uh, from the late nineties. If that show had actually gone to air, I would have loved that show at that point. But I, oh, I think our standards are a little higher now. Yeah, that was <laughs> classic. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That's all it can be. Or the the Nick Fury uh, starring David Hasselhoff. All right, no, that never would have been good. That's a bad example. He but, looks like he like that looks like Nick Fury to me. Yeah, you know? it's true. <laughs> to think of a time when David Hasselhoff looked like Nick Fury, but. <laughs> There, you know, look, there were things about the show. Uh, I always thought that there was room to grow. I thought that there would be high points occasionally. I like that we got the Morlocks this season. I I felt like the season slash series finale now, 
you know, with future Blink, like, oh, I got some messed up stuff I have to show you. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But I think it's too little too late. Even when it happened, it's like, yeah, where was this kind of cool stuff? Right. You know? And there there are characters that I liked and things that they, that uh, you're right, they could have done with it. I just, I just don't think that they executed it well, unfortunately. Right. And I mean, Thunderbird getting killed in uh, what would later be called Uncanny X-Men number 96, I think. So he's in three issues. So this is like the only time that the Thunderbird character ever got any opportunity. And even sometimes I'm just like, oh, they're really not using him. But yeah. it, it's, it's the one time he had an opportunity to shine, Michael. They got like the, the, the members of the cast were about as memorable as the characters were in the comic books. <laughs> it was just kind of like leftovers mm-hmm, stuff. Yeah. That were like, well, we're definitely not going to put any of these in a movie anytime soon. You can like have this list of like lame characters. Here's here's so, our C characters. Have fun, well, guys. <laughs> I, I think that that's really the problem. Is like you were yeah. never. This was never going to be a TV series about the X Men. You you know you weren't going to get any of those characters. And I'm not even talking about Wolverine, you know? Like, sure, Wolverine and Cyclops wouldn't be on the show. But, you know, there's, like, another tier, like, Banshee. You know, there's other characters that they yeah. could have, you know? But they even just... his daughter, Siren. Yeah. Like... Well, yeah. Now, that's going back to Generation X. So, obviously, you're, all, you're hashtag Team Siren. But, you know... <laughs> Uh, there's so many there's so many characters of people who have been X-Men that aren't in movies and probably won't be in movies, you know. Uh, I, I would love to have seen Longshot, you know. I mean, there's, but... Speedball? No, that's New <laughs> oh, Warriors, no? but okay. nice nice try. Tried. Nice I just try to, to try to get Speedball. Nice try trying to upset me. And yes, Michael B. <laughs> in the chat points out uh, Warpath. Uh, he's from X-Force, but they could have used him Why too. Why did he not end up on The Gifted? Yeah, I, I, exactly. So uh, the fact that... You know, they didn't get Professor X. They didn't get X-Men. They didn't, you know, they they got, the best they got was Polaris. And like I said, Blink. But Blink. I mean, they're invented characters. Marco. Oh, come on. Oh. You know, it's yeah. just like. But can we talk about Reva? Like, yes, please, the let's. whole time I was watching it, I just wanted to talk about, like, on, on camera, like, the times when she does her power and it's like. Yeah, for those that are uh, listening, Michael's shaking the camera with his mouth open. And it was always that, like, like sound. And, and, yeah, it's just like, uh, it's like on Star Trek when uh, they used to all lean to the side when it was like, oh, my God, the ship is having to turn to the right. So I was looking online for, like, a GIF image for that the whole season to, like, send to you. But, like, no one cared enough about that show or that character to make one. And I'm like, if no one else does, I'm not going to do it. Uh, in the chat, Ivan Soto says, please don't bash the gifted. Ivan, have you not seen this show? We never liked it. We tried. I wanted to like it. I was excited that they gave them the Von Strucker backstory. And we never really got to see Andy and Lauren. Like, yeah, so they destroy a building because the Frosts made them do it. They never even realized, and by realized, I mean the writers, never actually delivered on the promise of, like, look at how powerful they are. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that would have been great. And it's like, this is why you don't save things for season three. You know? You, they should have put all their chips in for season two. And then maybe there would have been a season three. But uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, it, it's very, very uh, – the whole thing was disappointing, you know? And I, I can't say I'm surprised it got canceled, even if I had loved the show, which I didn't. But if I had loved the show, I, I would have understood that it's just like, you know – I mean, Legion figured out – the Legion TV series Legion. figured out how to 
operate in an X-Men world without mm-hmm. the X-Men characters. And yes, in season three, they're going to have Professor X. But the first two seasons were successful without him. Yeah. So we, we don't need him, so, although I'm excited to get him. Yeah, so you can do it, you know? And uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that uh, it, it was never a great fit. And, uh, you know, we've talked a lot on this show, Michael, about uh, Agent Turner, who joins, like, a hate group. Ugh. And you have the one <laughs> character who points out to him, the, there's, like, a young black mutant who's like, so, so you know this is like you're joining the clan, right? Yeah. And, and he's like, no, it's not like that at all. I'm like, no, it's exactly, exactly like that. like that. And I, I think that that must be in there because everybody was like, wait, he joined a hate group, you know? And it's like the old Friends of Humanity from the animated uh, series, you know, except they don't have the, the snazzy armbands. Uh, Star Drew has a great question. In humans or the gifted? Ooh. In humans. I'm definitely going yeah. in humans because they have lockjaw. Also, there were only like six or there are eight episodes. So it's it's less of an investment. This was like 40 <laughs> some odd episodes, I think. <laughs> oh, so no. definitely. Uh, and uh, yeah, Jenna James says, Preach Legion perfected the performer. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then Jenna James also says, Gifted isn't in humans bad. Hey, we agree to disagree. Uh, Anson Mount, who played Black Bolt on The Inhumans, was amazing in season two of Star Trek Discovery. So, uh, you know, uh, I'll always have a... sounds familiar. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, Anyway, so, uh, Michael, uh, if you have to look back on The Gifted, are are there anything... I've already referred to Stupid (laughs) Soup and Corn Muffins, but are there anything... And for those that didn't watch this show, Marvel TV Weekly, when it started, and Zia, you weren't here... Uh, I would always isolate one line per episode that was so bad, and I would be like, "This is this is my clunker of of the week." And those <laughs> were two of them. Stupid soup was kind of an amazing one. And yeah, what stupid soup? Was it just because they had to eat soup for dinner because they were refugees? And oh, like, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, stupid, stupid soup. soup." Yeah, exactly. It was Andy. Go figure. Of course, it was, was Andy. Really That's what pictured one. it. Sorry, there was a really good one liner in the finale where he's like with Reva, the father is, and he's like, you wanted the Von Strucker power? Well, here it is. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I was convinced that he wasn't dead and that he was going to come back in season three. Because I didn't think, I didn't think, I thought he would be back. Yeah, too. the way that his I, power worked, he like melted like that. Like uh, after he exploded or something. So it's, uh, I understand that people are fans of the show uh, and uh, I, I try to be sensitive to that usually, but this show this show just <laughs> never lived up to any kind of potential. The X Men universe, I expect a lot out of. Okay, yeah. I mean the, this this show had me longing for X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, I said it. Uh, you know, and I it, that's a disappointing thing, and I hope that they learn from it. And look, Disney will be involved in everything going forward, whatever they do with the X Men universe. So it'll be uh, interesting to see. Um, uh, yeah, and I mean, Michael B. asks, uh, I don't understand why The Gifted had Polaris uh, and and not Havoc. Havoc's been in movies, so that's probably why. Mm-hmm. But he was just conceding that Polaris never was going to be in a movie. Anyway, um, Michael, uh, what are you uh, watching uh, these days? Have you watched the Netflix shows? Are you caught up? Or what are you watching in terms of Marvel on TV? It's a really dirty word, but Gotham. I, I just saw um, Alley. It's amazing. I, 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 I was out on Gotham in uh, in season two because I'm like, Mr. Freeze? No, no thanks. But uh, I, might, I might go back now that it, that's on Netflix. But uh, are you watching any of the Marvel shows? Did you get? Did you keep up with uh, the Netflix shows? I had to stop watching 
um, Punisher because it was just, it was like an army show and I just really was not getting into it and I thought I should probably save it yeah. since I know that it's like the last thing I haven't seen. Right. And, and Cloak and Dagger, I just never got into it. Uh, but I will go back and watch it, right. but no, there aren't really any Marvel shows out right now I'm watching. I'm excited for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to come back, see what they do after Endgame, which I know you guys are going to be talking about later. Yeah. I still have not seen it. But, Big surprise. But that's because, uh, as as people who uh, used to watch the show will know, uh, Michael, you don't really go out to the movies. You wait for them to be on, like, yeah, DVD or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 More of like an in-home viewing person. Like I'm a millennial. So, and, uh, and so obviously you have it. So you haven't seen anything that's not, you haven't seen Captain Marvel. You haven't seen. I have um, not seen Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, I'm like a terrible Marvel fan. I'm, I, I'm, I love the TV stuff usually, yeah. but. Well, the TV stuff comes to your house. They make it easy for you. You know, no, it's right there. Do. Yeah. And I, I just didn't get super excited about Captain Marvel. I've never been really invest, invested in that character other than the fact that she kind of made Rogue, like, so cool. Yes. But, nice. yeah, that's, that's, that is, her, yeah, I mean, her, Rogue taking her powers made Rogue a, a much more interesting character and having to deal with that. Uh, I liked her as Ms. Marvel, but, uh, you know, whatever. Um, well, Michael, uh, when you're back in town, whenever that might be, we uh, we need to – clear a whole show for you to come in and you'll, you'll have some homework then though you'll have to get caught up okay, at least yeah, the tv I'll shows up on everything okay. i'm gonna finish cloak and dagger and punisher okay. i just why force yourself to watch something when you're just really not in the mood yeah i'm with you if i've i've mentioned it before that if i didn't have to watch cloak and dagger for this i would not yeah i get it yeah i, I understand uh but uh well, we'll talk to you about all those things. And uh, Michael, people can find you at Michael X Shirley. Is that everywhere? Or yeah, Twitter, Instagram. I don't do the Facebook. Yeah, but... that's all right. Nobody does anymore, no. from what I understand. It's like so out. Yeah. Well, Michael, I uh, we miss having you around here, but it's always fun. I, know, and I miss being around there with you guys and doing the shows with you. It's I definitely miss it. Well, it'll be great to uh, to have you back when you come visit, and uh, we will talk to you again soon. I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be something something yeah. right up your alley very soon. If they pick up the gifted season three on another network, <laughs> I'm going to be here to talk about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks so much, Michael. We really appreciate it. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. And it's always fun to uh, to you know visit with uh, some of our old friends because. Uh, Zia, the, this show has been uh, an ongoing game of musical chairs, and you're just the only one who's too lazy to get out of the chair. I so mean, you're stuck here. I'm stuck here, and now I feel like I can't leave because it's just you and me now. Yeah, like, I know, because if you leave, then it's just me doing the show. Then it's just you, and nobody's going to watch that. And then I'll just text you how sad. No, literally. By the way, <laughs> no no one is going to watch the show of just me talking about Marvel TV. <laughs> I would just text you like sad faces all the time. It's like, please come back. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we are going to talk a little bit about Avengers Endgame, but again, we have to talk about it in the context of television. Uh, but before we do that, Zia has an important message. <gasps> I have a really important message for you guys. Um, seriously, we have to thank you all for making us the ESPN of TV talk, but for us to continue to grow, we could use your help. 
just make sure you basically just hit all the buttons. You know, the like button, the thumbs up button, the subscribe button. Do the typing of the commenting because we love talking to you guys about it. You make it fun because we get to interact with you. That's what's so awesome about this is the fact that we're just not talking to each other. We're talking to you guys. It's like one big, huge, awesome Marvel uh, discussion. So it is amazing. And thank you guys for being there to talk with us, to watch it. So, uh, yeah. Thanks, Zia. I appreciate it. I had an ending to that, but it wasn't great. (laughs) <laughs> like was it was it I love you 3000 yes oh. I was gonna say it and then I was like anyway Don't say now it. that we're talking about Endgame uh, we are talking about it with all the spoilers as we mentioned earlier uh, as, as you should all know Z and I are also on Marvel Movie News on the Popcorn Talk Network that's usually Thursdays at 1 Pacific 4 Eastern we did do part one of our spoiler filled <laughs> review earlier today yes we now, did we're not gonna assume that everybody watches both shows but if you don't this is a great time to start. But mm-hmm. uh, just sort of overall, Zia, just overall feeling about the movie. You, uh, actually, 24 hours ago, you still hadn't seen it. I still hadn't seen it. Because you went really late last I night. I went right? at 11 o'clock last night. Yeah. I got home at almost 3 in the morning yeah. and, and didn't go to bed until 4. And I did. I texted Christian and he texted, because I texted him, cry- I told him in all capital letters, it's happening, because I was really excited. And then I texted him crying faces at the end, <laughs> because, oh my God. Um, no, the movie had everything for me. And I think that I was the most hyped up for this movie, because I know that I know that Far From Home is technically the end of Phase three is the end of, you know, sort of this, I'm going to call it an era because it's a significant amount of time. If it wasn't significant to you, it was significant to me. <laughs> That's a friend's reference. Anyway, it's a, it's a definitely an end of an era. It's literally been 10 years of this. So building up to this, it's you wouldn't know in the beginning movies that it was going to build up to this. But finally, when we get to obviously, you know, Infinity War, you're like, oh, this is it. Yeah. And when we get Endgame, it had everything I wanted in it. I had two... We'll say one and a half small problems with the movie. So for that, I think they did pretty okay. It was lots of laughing for me. I laughed the loudest in the theater. I made um, <clears throat> a lot of noises, crying. It was great. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I've i seen it twice now. And I uh, definitely, I had a few moments where I will admit, it was a little dusty in the theater, but that's what happens when Thanos snaps and there's dust flying around. Mm. And um, then I also, I just cried uncontrollably a few times. And it usually yeah. it was because of a parent-child dynamic. Uh, so that, and I, so I said to my wife, I'm like, oh, if this was 10 years ago, I might not have cried at anything. No, see, I didn't cry at those because I'm don't have any kids and I'm dead inside. Yeah. But oh, uh, yeah, you were just way dead inside. <laughs> yeah. It's over. But I'm telling you, the part that I cried at, I mean obviously the end. Uh the part that I cried at was the Avengers assemble. I'm sorry, but I couldn't help it. I was waiting for it. I had a whole whoop and he goes Avengers and I was like, this is the moment. And then I got the goosebumps and he's like, assemble and then I cried. That was a great payoff. Oh. I mean, that's that's there's oh. so much fan service in this movie where oh. it pays off and it's all the stuff you want to see, you know. You you get like stuff that you didn't think you were ever gonna get, like Cap holding Mjolnir, the, mm. the Thor's hammer, hammer, and you know just uh, just that dynamic of him getting it, and and of course Thor's like, yeah, I knew you were worthy too. Uh, Fat Thor, 
Fat know? Thor was Fat Thor was so amazing. And look, I know Fat Thor is very divisive <laughs> out there. And I have a friend who is a huge Thor uh, fan, and he hates this late arc for the Thor character that he's turned into, you know, basically a, a cartoon character that he's all jokes. So it just works though. so well for him, though. Because Chris Hemsworth, I mean, his comedic timing is amazing. It's just who they got to play the character also on top of that. Yeah, and um, I, I just think that, you know, when you see him, like, in the the Ghostbusters reboot, and he's the receptionist, he's so funny in that. And they were probably just like, yeah, we gotta get more, we gotta get more of that Chris Hemsworth in there. And yeah. look, I get it, it might not be for everybody, but the idea that he'll be on the ship on Guardians 3, I'm like, oh, I was looking forward to that movie. But now I'm like actively excited about that movie, even though we won't get it for like three to five years probably oh. because we got to get another Suicide Squad first, but whatever. Uh, Look, I enjoyed Suicide Squad, but it's not Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. No, yeah. So right, I'm much exactly. more looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, ME3K says it's writers finishing the story, not fan service. No, there's a, stuff like there's the, stuff like Cap holding the the, the, the hammer, uh, having the, look for TV fans. We got to see Edwin Jarvis back in 1970, and as we talked about in Marvel Movie News, that's the first time that a character created for any of the television series have appeared in a movie. So that's definite fan service. You didn't need him in there, uh, but I want to talk about for, as a Marvel TV fan. Just the one little bit of fan service, fan service that I would have liked to have gotten, which is during the huge battle, all the portals open. Give me eight seconds where the defenders walk out through one of the portals. That would have been amazing, Christian. I didn't know I need that till needed that until you just yeah. said it. No, I definitely uh, would. I, I, you know, everybody was worried about when to go to the bathroom during the movie. I would have definitely peed myself at that very moment. <laughs> so I'm like, well, now it doesn't matter. That would have been literally the coolest thing in the whole world. Yeah, I'd like uh, they don't even need to have lines. It's no, fine. just show just, them. Just have them there, just, ready to fight. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, but, it would. It would be. It would. I would have to see Luke Cage and Iron Fist walk in together in the front, and then everybody else on the side of them. I just want to see Power Man and Iron Fist. Oh, I definitely want to see front. Power Man. I was like, yeah. wait, what, what about Daredevil? No, 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 everybody and, else. But I want to just see Frank them heading could have been up. there with all of his guns. Dude, that would have been amazing. Right? Yeah. But uh, all right. Ugh. So that's not what happened. Uh, but look, it, it, there's uh, there's not really a lot to, uh, to criticize for the movie. No. We talked a lot about this on Marvel Movie News, and I'm not going to delve into it here. Uh, the The biggest concern that people have brought up to me privately and, uh, you know, well, privately in person and privately in chat, uh, people have talked about the time travel. We talk about it. They explain the time travel in this movie in a way that works in their – it works for them. Okay, And I don't agree with it because it contradicts all the time travel they've ever seen before. But I also know you can't get angry about, well, this pretend science isn't the same as the pretend science from Doctor Who or Star Trek or Quantum Leap. But speaking of Quantum Leap, I have to highlight the fact that this movie is very reminiscent of the series finale of Quantum Leap for a simple reason that they revisit the past characters interacting with them and then also – there's the dancing scene at the end of this movie is 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 like it's well it was a honestly it was an homage slash ripoff of Ghost but it, but you know you get Al dancing with his wife Beth so I was just like wow 
they mentioned Quantum Leap, which is what made me think of it. But anyway, that's for the the really hardcore TV fans in there. Nice. Um, but uh, anyway, so what are some of the things that really stand out for you, Zia? And in a moment, we'll talk about how this impacts Marvel TV. Don't worry. Ye, we'll get there. Uh, really quickly, I just want to go to Star Drew in the chat. He says, The Punisher and Bucky with guns. Yes, oh, please. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That would be very I, cool. I didn't even think I needed that, but I oh, I need that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if we could get that on Disney Plus at some point, that'd be great. Let's it just, sounds like more of a Hulu. It, you're right. Yeah. That is more of a yeah, Hulu yeah. thing. That's going to be, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think the Punisher is ever going to show up on Disney+. Plus. Oh, that would be great, though. Really? I mean, just to have him in a show. Yeah. So, yeah, Hulu. We'll be fine with that. But, yes, that'd be awesome. Um, standout moments. I mean, <sighs> Fat Thor was just such a big one for so me. Good. I love that. I loved the ending when he gets onto the ship with Quill. And it just makes me look forward to Guardians 3 so much more. I well, cannot wait for that. I just love everybody trying to encourage a showdown for who the real captain is. And your moment that you said before wait was oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. when right yeah because yeah mantis yes yeah so uh the fact that's like uh. yeah you guys want blasters i got blasters and he's like oh knives and mantis is like oh yes knives <laughs> and, she says it uh yeah just it's so great and oh. uh just the idea of thor interacting with them uh rocket look he's always great he's always got mm-hmm. the one-liners but man he has some great ones in this you know Telling Fat Thor, you look like melted ice cream. And then saying to Carol, what are you going to do? Get another haircut? So, uh, you know, it's you have so many great opportunities. There's so many laughs and uh, three really very real strong cries. Uh, you know, uh, yes. Scott seeing his daughter again, even though it's only been five hours for him. But so but the relief that she's alive and I'm like, right. oh, my God, she's old now. He's missed five years of her life. That's the dad in me crying. I'm not going to pretend it's not. Uh, when Peter says to Tony, oh, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, we oh. won, we won. I'm like, oh, damn it, Peter, That's when I that? started crying. Yeah. I, because before that, I was like, oh, so this is, because I, I honestly thought that they, I love what they did with, with Captain America. Yeah. Uh, but I, I honestly thought that he was going to be one of the ones to go. Yeah, I, I kind of always I thought. Really I did. actually thought all the, Aveng- all the original Avengers were going yeah. to die in this movie. Uh, so it's interesting. Uh, and uh, you had a key death in the movie actually spoiled for you, didn't you? I did. I had I so I had it spoiled for me, and then I spoiled it further. I confirmed it myself. So I had a Black Widow dying spoiled for me in the chat of Marvel Movie News. That person has since been banned for life. Yes. What a fool. Um, and then I was uh, reading an article, and I knew the spoiler was there. They said spoiler warning, but I, I kept reading. <laughs> yeah, that's on, that, that is on that's you. That's on me. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was. I was like, oh, well, so I already saw that. So going into that part of it, I think that one didn't hold quite as much weight for me, although it was kind of rough seeing her lying there. Yeah. I mean, they like, really the they, bu- they yeah. dwelled on it. And honestly, I was like, I was wow. like it made sense that it was going to be her, but I was not convinced it wasn't going to be Clint. Yeah. Because that would have fit into his arc too because mm-hmm. they did the Ronin story with him. Uh so I did like seeing that. I would love to see more of Clint as Ronin. Yeah. No, definitely. <sighs> uh and let's talk about the way that the uh, film it's funny the website box office mojo says Avengers Endgame decimates record books with 1.2 billion global debut. Uh, on like Wednesday, they were like, eh, it should be about 940. Maybe it'll get 940 million, by mm-hmm. the way. Let's let's not brush over that. Uh, but then uh, people in the chat were wondering, what is it domestically? Just the three-day total is uh, 350 million. And if you're wondering, where does this is just domestically in the United States. Uh, the previous record holder was Star Wars The Force Awakens, 247, well, almost $248 million. So, yeah, this is a lot more. Yeah. This is a lot more. 
I don't think you're going to see these records uh, going anywhere else. And this movie is so strong that it uh, actually brought Captain Marvel back to number two. So Marvel has the number one and number two movies. Now, it's with very, you know, it's like $8 million or something. But still, uh, it's like, oh, take that Shazam. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) but uh, so it's. Yeah, which I, I it was thought was good. I thought was a lot of fun too. But I, it was not. It didn't. It just. It's not the same sort of event that yeah. Endgame is. It's just. It's an event. Yeah. So obviously, we'll have a lot more talk about this on Thursday on Marvel Movie News, uh, and uh, you know, Z and I are spending a lot of time this week talking about Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah. Uh, but um, we want to talk about it in the context of television and sort of what a lot of people are wondering. So one of the most surprising things that they did with this story is, I don't know, if you were even cursorily aware of what they were going to do from the trailer, you understood the quantum realm, there was going to be time travel. Uh, I did not think that they were going to bring everybody back to that five years in the future No, point. I thought they were going to undo everything. I thought they were going to do everything. Yeah. And we were going to get Vision back. Mm-hmm. And we would get, uh, we would get Gamora back. Mm-hmm. And while we sort of have Gamora, we don't have that Gamora. That Gamora is still dead. Right. So I was surprised. So that five years in the future will be interesting for some of the Marvel TV, which we will in only like next week or the week after. I think it's next week. We're going to see in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. uh, because if you remember the end of the uh, season five finale, we see that the snap happens and we see some characters disintegrating. So we're going to see, I guess, five years will have passed or are we going to get that point in between? So we're going to know right away what they're going to do. Uh, so and, you know, Chris Mo in the chat points out the movies are not really connected to the shows. Uh, shows shows definitely acknowledge the movies like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. had uh, cameos, appearances from Nick Fury, Lady Sif, and they would deal with the aftermath of some of the movies like Thor Dark World. They went to go to uh, the U.K. to go clean up some of the mess. But yeah, I, I think that they've largely been separate, but getting the character of Jarvis in the movie was uh, kind of a kind of a nice homage. And uh, thank you. Uh, I think it's Ernie 3K. May 10th at 10 p- at 8 p.m. Sorry about that. Um, it's coming up. And Ivan Soto, I mean, I, I saw people uh, disintegrating at the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I don't know what you saw. Uh, anybody else want to tell me if I'm wrong? But uh, that effect means only one thing. It's like this... the end of of uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp when we saw uh, Hank, Janet, and Hope uh, disintegrate. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's all I can... The, uh, I, you call that what you want. I call that the the results of the Thanos snap. That's sounding like it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe your uh, DVR kicked out before that happened. But anyway, so it'll be interesting to see, and we'll see that in just a couple of weeks. Uh, but we have all these Disney Plus shows. So there's a ton of questions about what this means now. Yes. The most significant being WandaVision. Yes. Which is the Vision and Scarlet Witch TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, our friend Zach Wilson, who we do Marvel Movie News with, has a theory that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, he thinks that that series will be based on a recent Vision series where he manufactures... Uh, basically a family that is modeled after Wanda and him having two kids. He sort of builds them. 
And this idea would be the reverse, where Wanda creates an alternate reality. We've been told that that show is going to be set in the 50s. So I think she creates like an idyllic, like, oh, this is the life I wanted. I wanted to have, like, I wanted to live in the suburbs uh, with my two kids and have it be, you know, everything that I wanted to be. What do you think about that theory, Zia? Um, I mean, that sounds like a really interesting show, especially because we've seen that it's set in the 19... or Well, we don't know if it's set in the 1950s. It has 1950s vibes, which would make sense that if she wants that kind of life, that she would go back to the 1950s to sort of have a simpler life, a simpler time with a with a family and just raising a family. Plus, it's very far removed from the reality that she's living in now, where she yeah. did lose vision. So it makes sense. I think that that's going to be really fun. That's going to be yeah. interesting. Plus, I- we'll get to see vision. Yeah, but and people in the chat vision. are talking about Vision is Dead, but remember Shuri was uploading. You know, there's there's an imprint of his personality. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to take into consideration just the immense power that Wanda is able to to yield, to wield as a weld. I don't know. Well, She's supposed to be really strong, yeah, is what I'm trying to say. If you... So she could create a vision out of thin air, mm-hmm. but then actually utilize this uh, personality. I, she's she Wanda can literally change reality. She did it in House of M. She created a whole different reality that only um, Wolverine actually knew what was happening. Yeah. It's a really, I really like that storyline. Um, so, it, I mean, I would be, it'd be kind of cool if they'd pull a little bit from that also. But I feel like, you know, the other one's more likely. Uh, but yeah, so she is, she's very powerful. She can change reality. She can create her own reality. And she can create an imprint of vision. Yeah. yeah. So it's not at all surprising. Also, by the way, the uh, the fight between Wanda and Thanos oh, was so amazing. I loved She's, her line. You know, yeah. Well, and his response. Mm. Yeah. His saying, like, I don't even know you. Well, you're gonna. And, <laughs> and I was like, just, yes. Yeah. I, I thought that that was great. So, yeah, look, that tells us just how incredibly powerful she is. Uh, you know, so I think that'll be great. Now, the uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier show, there are a couple ways to interpret that. We could get a different point in history of those two, but most likely the ending of Endgame gives me the impression it's going to be Captain America, as in Sam Wilson, yeah. as the new Captain America and the Winter Soldier. What do you think about that? Um, I that was the one issue that I had. Not that Sam becoming Captain America, although I guess technically it is an issue with that. It's it, it bothers me a little bit. Just and I know that this is also taken from comics. I know he's been Captain America in comics before. But the reason that Cap can use the shield is because he's gone through the Super Soldier process and he's got superhuman strength and speed and. You know, he's a lot faster, he's a lot stronger, and I'm not saying that Sam isn't a good in-shape guy, but I just don't think that he's powerful enough to have the shield. I like him as Falcon, in, but he is the superhero because of the suit. So that does actually bother me a little bit, um, because I just, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, you know, look, Bucky makes more sense to be Captain America because he's gone, he's undergone the super soldier series. he's got the really he, strong arm. Yeah, he, well, he's got the replacement arm. Yeah. But so, like, he's got the ability, but, you know, look, well, in comics, I believe they've both been Captain America at different points, but Sam, I, I'm, I'm much more familiar with that run. But, mm-hmm. uh, so it'll be interesting to kind of see, you know, because, yeah, I mean, look, as a normal person, he's he's in great shape. He's probably got some good strength, but he's going to need a suit to be Captain America. You yeah, know? he's going to need a, a suit very much like the fact that he has the Falcon, the Falcon suit. suit, in which case, just 
have him be. I let, I love him as Falcon. Yeah, I. So I I'm mean, fine look, Tony that. Tony Stark's not in particularly great shape. I mean, you know, uh, well, I mean, I mean, not <laughs> no, now, not. not now. But I mean, you know, as Iron Man, <laughs> I mean, he needs all the tech. Yeah, you know? he does. So, yeah. Uh, so that'll be interesting. The Hawkeye show, which has still technically not been confirmed, well, that could be anything. Yeah, that can be him as Ronan. That could be him now. That could be that could be him when he's kind of under house arrest, like Scott was in Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, There are so many possibilities. What would be the one that you would most like to see from the uh, Hawkeye shows? Ronan, I want to see him as Ronan. I really want to see him as Ronan too. I agree. Um, Does that is that though when he has? um, Why is her name escaping me all of a sudden? Oh, the Kate Bishop Hawkeye. Thank you, Kate Bishop. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of been put out there that that's what this would be kind yeah. of. Yeah, but that's not during his of... Ronin run. So like, no. I... So th- I, I, yeah, that would be post Endgame. I would say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I would prefer to see Ronin, but I have a feeling because of the climate that they're going to want to do the Kate Bishop storyline. Yeah, I, I think that that's that's definitely what we're going to get uh, with that, and then. The Loki show. Look, I, I admit that I thought Loki was going to be alive at the end of Endgame. So, so that did I. One hundred percent thought he was going to be. So alive. So I always figured, I'm like, oh, the Loki show is going to be whatever. Yeah. So it, there's so many different points you can do um, uh, where he's Loki. I mean, it could be when he's pretending to be Odin. It can be look there. There's one of those plot holes that we won't really spend time on here because we only have five minutes. But <laughs> when they're back in 2011 in the original Avengers movie. <laughs> That Loki grabs the Tesseract and disappears. Mm-hmm. So where does he go? Exactly. That could be a movie right there. Well, yeah. Or, I'm sorry. That could be the miniseries Because right that there. then creates another time stream, right. right? So we know that that doesn't change right. time. Now that's he's off now, on his own. Thor has been able to find him without too much trouble in the past. So I think that wherever he went, Thor found him, got the Tesseract. Everything turned out the way it was supposed to. But again, you have changed time. So who knows where that goes? Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I don't. I think that, that could be a good one, though. You know, I mean, uh, well, all of these, I think. Oh, that, uh, yeah. I think they're all going to be great. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's, I, poten- there's so much potential there. There's it's, so much potential for all of these it's shows. The, yeah. It's the Marvel TV that I want to see because of the budget and the level of acting. That's yeah. where a lot of these shows really fall off for me. That and, you know, some of the writing, obviously, is not my favorite in shows like The Gifted and... And um, Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Well, but. you know, we only have a few minutes, but it was worth getting in another dig at the gifted. Yeah. Because, you know? hey, hey. We, we didn't do enough of it in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have a guest on specifically so that we could uh, we could really. It's nice to have someone to agree with me. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mostly agree <laughs> No, you, you do. You're right. I, I wanted to like that show. I think that you never wanted to like it. I think. No. Because <laughs> I was never going to watch it. Because right. when it comes to certain shows like that, I'm like, oh, that looks bad. I'm not going to do it to myself. Which is what I did with the Inhumans, and I luckily missed that train, <laughs> so I don't have to go back and watch that. <sighs> so uh, let us know what you uh, think about all these shows, what you want them to be. If you're watching live, go ahead and uh, join us uh, in the chat. Uh, and Tony Robinson wants to know: Do you think Wanda will ever be called a mutant? Um, but I don't know. That's a that's a tough word for them to use at this point. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I guess uh, they can now, or do they have a time limit? Or a time, like a 
period of time before they can. Yeah, well, the way that the merger with Disney and Fox worked is that they were not able to develop anything with any of those characters mm-hmm. until the merger happened. That's some kind of antitrust violation, I guess. So, <laughs> uh, you know, they like really up for because there were a lot of people that were hoping that we would have gotten the Fantastic Four and or the X-Men introduced in Endgame in some way. And I was like, you know, the the deal closed too late. I was just like, that that's not going to happen. Now, we could have yeah. seen those Netflix characters like I wanted to see. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, I think that it's it's interesting because we – well, we can get we can get so much and the merger raises so many questions. We don't know what we're going to get after Spider-Man Far From Home mm-hmm. and the – we're there assuming are, there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Right, but we just don't know but quite don't how know. long it'll be. Yeah. And they, you know, look, Disney specifically for Marvel movies has three dates earmarked for next year and I think each of the next several years. I'm sure they know what those movies are. We know some of the things that they're actually working on, things that are in development. We know we're going to get a Doctor Strange 2, a Black Panther 2. Mm-hmm. Um I'm happy we're going to get to see more of those characters. It's hard to see. Obviously, it looks like they're retiring a lot of the original Avengers. Obviously, we're not getting Tony back. We're not having Cap. But I, I'm happy that we're going to at least hopefully see some of those characters continue because I'm not I'm not ready to say goodbye totally. No, no, I'm no, sure no, the, cele- the Celestials, I keep saying the Celestials, the, the Eternals. Eternals are going to be, it's going to be a great storyline. I'm sure I'm going to love it, but I just, I don't know if I'm ready to move yeah. on. Well, let us know what uh, what you think about any of these shows and your thoughts on Endgame. You know, I mean, we can uh, we'll continue to talk about it in the weeks ahead, uh, both on this show and on Marvel Movie News Thursdays at one Pacific on Popcorn Talk. Uh, But that's really all the time we have for right now. Uh, There's a, a whole back and forth in the chat. I, I maybe I'm remembering something that didn't happen in the season finale of Agents of Shield. I really thought I saw people turn to dust. I really thought that they did it. Uh, so now you, everyone has me doubting. I'm gonna have to. Now go you watch have it. to go watch. I it. have to go watch it. And now. you're gonna have to text me after because now I need to. Know. I just don't I'm even invested. know it anymore. You know, and, and honestly, I don't have time to do it tonight because it's late here and I got a lot of work to do when I get home. So uh, I'll I'll get to it by next week. And so everybody is telling me that I'm wrong. You're probably right. I don't know why I thought that because it just seemed like it made sense. But anyway, uh, that is all the time we have for now. But uh, for those of you uh, that would like to keep up with Zia, where do you go to do that? You can keep up with me on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Zia underscore land. That's spelled X-I-A underscore land. And you can find my Facebook page at Zia Landerson. And you can find me at Christian DMZ. That's on Twitter and Instagram, and here at AfterBuzz, Thursday nights at 10 Pacific, I'm on the after show for the reboot of The Twilight Zone, the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone for CBSL Access. You can find me there, and of course, right back here next Sunday uh, at 9 Pacific. Uh, Until then, as the great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior, and of course, Zia, I love you 3000. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 